This is Steven. And this is Tracy. And this is the Just the Two of Us podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another podcast. Uh, Tonight, we're going to talk about the Jerry Carmichael Show. Or the Carmichael Show. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I totally blew that one, didn't I? <laughs> the Jared Carmichael show. You're gonna be like, "What's the Jared?" Carmichael I know that's like show. calling something the Jerry Seinfeld show. Like, no, it's the Seinfeld. But uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about the Carmichael show. Uh, it's in its second season now on NBC, mm-hmm. and it's uh, a semi-autobiographical show based on the the life of of Jared Carmichael, who's a, a stand-up comedian who's uh, originally from North Carolina. And he's moved his way up the ranks of, you know, being a club comedian to, you know, winning, uh, you know, comedian contests, I guess, and like awards and, and becoming like a, you know, a, you know, a real respected and, you know, I guess highly, I want to say sought after. So, I was going to say sought after. <laughs> no, but just a guy, that's the, just the guy who's like respected in the comedy circles and, and is, mm-hmm. is moving on up to like he's got his own show now. Right. And he, he's uh, the writer and producer uh, of the show. And the show is uh, essentially a, it's a show about him and his family uh, and life with his family and his girlfriend uh, as an adult growing up in North Carolina. He has uh, two parents, played by Loretta Devine and David Allen Greer. Uh, he has a brother, played by another uh, comedian, Lil Haure, and his ex-wife, uh, played by Tiffany Haddish. And uh, his then Jared Carmichael's uh, girlfriend is played by Amber Stevens-West, who is also the daughter of Shadow Stevens, if any of you remember him from being the voice of Hollywood Squares. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the premise is about him and his family and, and you know, his adult life and, you know, well, just typical sitcom fare. Mm-hmm. So, right off the bat, I'm going to ask you, Tracy, uh, just your overall impressions, what do you think of the show? Overall, I think it's um, funny. Um, I think it's interesting. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny I think and it's, it's interesting. funny and it's interesting. And, um you know, we're going to just talk about some of um, the things that we like and dislike about the show. So, do you want to get into that? <laughs> well, yeah, let's do that. Let's get into, um, I don't know. It's like, I don't want to lead with the negative because, I mean, people probably think that, like, I'm always talking about stuff I don't like. <laughs> well, let's lead with the positive, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, but then, then once we lead to the positive, then we go to the negative stuff. And, like, the, the lasting impression is going to be... The negative stuff because it's the last <laughs> stuff that people are going to hear. So. Right, right. Okay, so what we'll do is you 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 can talk about the things that you don't like, and I'll just counter those things by bringing up something kind of positive about it. About okay, that. so well, it that seems so like. Womp womp. Okay, well let's start right <laughs> off the bat. Like the the most distinguishing factor uh, or aspect of this show is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as Jared Carmichael said in in interviews, uh, that he wants this show. He's a, he was a big fan of, you know, like, 70s comedies, like those produced by Norman Lear. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have things like All in the Family and right. Good Times and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this show is kind of, you know, created in that vein of those 70s shows where mm-hmm. they talk about a, and tackle a lot of issues that 
aren't typically talked about on on comedy shows on television, especially nowadays, oh, yeah. where you talk about social issues and political issues and things right. like that. <clears throat> so it's like a throwback comedy in a sense. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a it's a standard, you know, uh, multi camera comedy. Uh, that's on NBC, mm-hmm. and. Um, Santa Monte camera economy on NBC, which is kind of a rarity nowadays because, like, the ten the the tendency now is to go with single camera comedies like Modern Family or Blackish or right. Fresh Off the Boat, mm-hmm. as opposed to a multi camera where it's like shot in front of live studio audience mm-hmm. uh, on a set. And I guess my first like main issue with the show is is part of what's what a lot of people like about it is it's an issue-driven show. Right. Like, I... <laughs> it, it feels like it's more of a... You know, what I mean by issue-driven, it's like each episode is, typically revolves one particular issue. Like, one exa- examples of different past episodes they've had, they talked about gentrification, they talked about Bill Cosby and his raping of umpteenth women, uh, they talked about the Black Lives Matter movement... Uh, they talked about, you know, most recent episode, Islamophobia and xenophobia. And I feel like those shows where it's centered around those issues, I feel like, it seems like to me that's like their biggest concern is like talking about mm-hmm. those issues. Like, it, mm-hmm. I don't like how it's issue driven and there's no plot involved. Really. It's pretty much yeah. most of the episodes are the family sitting around in the living room talking about the issues. Right. Just, you know, just going back and forth talking about the issues. Mm-hmm. And every episode feels like a very special episode of, you know? <laughs> right. Like this when, is going to be a very special episode. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, you think about all, the, like, your favorite sitcoms over the years and you think of something like, you know, let's say, for example, like, uh, you know, Different Strokes. When, like, yeah. let's see, when, like, Dudley and, and, and Arno were going to be molested by, you know, the mm-hmm. guy who's the photographer in the basement or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, like, a very special episode right. to tackle the serious problem. And I feel like every episode of Carmichael is like that. Mm-hmm. And to me, it kind of does a, a disservice to the comedy aspect. Because I still find the show funny at times. But I feel mm-hmm. like it spends so much time just characters mm-hmm. are sitting around talking about issues rather than, you know, those things organically coming up in the, and throughout the, you know, the plot of a particular episode. So I, I'm more right. of a plot-driven person, who, mm-hmm. and I like it when it's like a plot is established and, you know, the characters go through that. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the other issues creep up, you know? It's like mm-hmm. something I think that Blackish does a good job of, where Blackish has... I was just going to bring that up, because yeah. I feel like Blackish is actually, if you think about it, very issue-driven. Because yes. every every episode, they start out with an issue. <laughs> well, I don't so, think it's issue-driven. I mean, they, they talk about issues, but I don't think the, 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 the narrative... I don't think it's driven by the issues the same way the Carmichael show is. You know, I don't think it's... Uh, well, what it is, is what I think Blackish does is is that they take an issue, they start off every show. I mean, in my opinion, they start off every show with an issue. Like, whatever it it is going right, to be. Yeah. Then, what happens is, you've got Dre who deals with the issue, and, you, and usually Rainbow. They deal, the parents deal with the issue. If it involves the kids, it does. But a lot of times, what they've been doing lately is having the kids have their own, like, little side thing going on. Right. So you don't feel like the show is, like, this issue that you focus on the entire time. Right, because it's like storyline A and storyline B, right. which is like most shows you have a storyline A, a storyline B, and right. rarely a storyline C. So right, yeah. yeah. 
But I do think that, like, um, you know, I agree with you. Carmichael show is very, the Carmichael show, if I can say it, is very um, issue driven. And I don't think it would be that big of a problem if they somehow had a situation that happened to bring up the issue. Like, you don't see them really have those issues like outside of the home because what they do mainly in the show is something comes up and then they sit down and talk about it. Right, they sit in the living room. Someone comes in and says, like, for example, hey, some Muslim people just moved across right. the street. And, and then they most, come in and they yeah. sit up there and talk about back and forth. Well, Muslim people are just like us. They're not all terrorists. And then another character says, well, yeah. I think they're terrorists. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, this past episode, if any of you are going to watch, um, was about that. And and it was very... it. <sighs> It was like, it's it's cool that they're willing to tackle, you know, topics like that, especially, you know, obviously given today with what's going on in the world. But like, it's so, is it too blatant? Is it too in your face in the sense that there's no like nuance about it? It's right. almost too, maybe this speaks to the writing of the show. Like it's not finessed in such a way, not to, not to like hide the issue or when I say finesse, I mean, it's just. It's just written so matter-of-factly. Right. That's yeah. I would say yeah. It's 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 kind of like there's no nuance or finesse. Like I said, it it doesn't like you know the issues that are discussed don't flow to me like organically out of whatever plot is you know and involved or Mm -hmm. situation with that that particular episode. It's more like okay, now we're going to sit around and we're just going to debate this issue back and forth. And like that's the you know they've had. 12 episodes now, six in the mm-hmm. first season, and then there are, you know, six so far in the second season. Right. And pretty much every episode's been pretty much the same, with the exception yeah. of maybe a couple of them, right. where they didn't, you know, actually just sit around and just talk about issues. It's like every episode, you know, it was like an episode about guns, and they were talking oh, about, yeah, like, yeah, you, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Jared Carmichael, or Jared said he had a gun or something, and mm-hmm. then, like, there was a debate, like, why do you have this gun? And it was mm-hmm. just talking back and forth, and it's like... That's cool, like I said earlier, if it's like a very special episode, but then it's like every episode, it's like they're hitting you over the head. And not that I disagree with any of the actual points that are brought up. Mm. I just I just feel like it's it doesn't feel organic enough for right. me in the in within the conceit of, you know, whatever, you know, show this is. I mean, it is mm-hmm. a sitcom. I mean, even and when you think back to some of the the 70s sitcoms that this, you know, show is uh, you know, kind of reverential about and kind of reference and then not every episode was them sitting around just no. talking about an issue you oh, know no, definitely not i mean i guess it's where the other like uh, maybe this show needs another plot to or you know something else going on to kind of mix it up and kind of create a different flow of conversation yeah because yeah i mean not as you mentioned and i think about it there there really is never a a a B storyline with mm-hmm. this show. Everything right. is a single issue, single story, a storyline. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, there's never a situation where, okay, Gerard, um, is it Gerard or Jared? It's Gerard. It's Gerard. <laughs> I don't know why I call him Jared. Gerard and his father go off someplace and mm-hmm. then there's something that goes on with them and mm-hmm. then like the rest of the cast member are in a different place mm-hmm. and something else happens. That's never the case. It's right, always they're all brought together right. to talk about the same issue either in the the parents' kitchen, <laughs> living room, or in Jared's in, apartment. Or uh, Gerard's. Gerard. 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 Gerard's apartment. Right. You know? Yeah. Which leads me to another point of 
you know, I don't know if you want to move on from that, but it sure, doesn't yeah, yeah, I mean, me think about how the show, like, what kind of budget did NBC give them? Like, I feel like NBC is, like, cheating them on the budget because, mm-hmm. I mean, not only do they have only have three sets, which is, you know, or, and actually, you know, the, 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 the parents' house, could be, I guess, could be considered one set because it's the kitchen and then the living room right next to each right. other. Mm-hmm. But it feels as though they, they never travel outside of those three locations as mm-hmm. opposed to, I mean, other sitcoms, they, you know, like I said, they're plot-driven, so things happen. They, mm-hmm. they go to the DMV. They go to the post office. They, they go to things. church. Something right. happens. Yeah. Not only do they only they spend time in, like, these same three uh, locations, but it feels like there's never anyone else on the show but the, the, the six primary cast right. members. Mm-hmm. It's like... In the the one episode that just aired, with allows uh, xenophobia. Mm-hmm. That one had you know more characters. It had the the yeah. couple from across the street, and then they had uh, Gerard's and Maxine's name. like <laughs> yeah neighbor who came through. Right. But most times it's just them talking. I'm like, did they not give them a budget to like be able to show different sets and then hire other actors? Because like it's <laughs> right. usually either the family or maybe one other person. And that, that's, right. that's, that struck me as odd. It's almost like it's a stage play. Like the yeah. show is really a, a yeah. stage play. I never thought about that. Yeah. And I mean, that may be what they're going for, you know, maybe, which yeah. is, which is fine. It's just that like, that's not something I'm really feeling. Yeah. I mean, it gets a little stale after a while. That's what it is. And I'm, I've been sitting here thinking of all other sitcoms and like who interacts with the main characters. And I think there are some other shows that have just the main characters and because they go out into the world and you see other people you don't think of it but like yeah like I feel like this show is just really highly focused on the family with very 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 little interaction with anybody else so it's kind of weird you also have the situation where I don't I mean I don't know if this is a big deal to you or not but to me like I like it when they fake that the people are going to work or doing other things. Right, like, yeah. Ger- I mean, Gerard. Oh, my gosh. I mean, is he supposed to be a comedian in on I, the show? I don't think they ever explained what his job was. Right, and same with, with any... Well, with Maxine, for sure. Like, she... Does she do anything? I, feel I don't like think they explained any... I don't think anyone has a job on the show. Right. It's like a show full of Tommies. You <laughs> right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, you ain't got no job, Gerard. Yeah, like, so I kind of like that. And I think if we had that, you could at least have them going to work and seeing, like, that side and interacting with, you know, a coworker or something. And then that, that way you could bring in another plot or you could bring in, which is... Mm, I mean, I haven't watched a lot of Seinfeld, but I feel like they're... they're issue like that they bring up which is nothing <laughs> there's no show about nothing right whenever they're talking about whatever it is they're talking about i feel like they go out into the world they go they go to the um the diner or they go to work and somehow that issue comes up right which is clever in a sense yeah. if you think about it so they've been dealing with this issue and then somehow they go out to work they go out into the world and that issue you know, pops up and they're like, oh, like, right. you I know. I mean, not only that, plus they have, they like have that. those different storylines. Like, there'll be right. an episode where, like, right. you know, Jerry and Elaine are at the diner talking about something. And, but then George goes to mm-hmm. Yankee Stadium and he's dealing some craziness with George Steinbrenner. Right. And then maybe, like, Kramer is going on a crazy adventure oh. with, like, Newman. Right. You know? So it's like, that happens... 
you know, from time to time, and it, it does make you feel like the characters are doing something besides just sitting around sitting talking around about talking, the issue. Yeah. And then not only that, there were people who were actually, you know, other characters would then come and interact as part of that right. core group. Like, you know, right. Jerry might have a girl that he's dating, so she comes over to the apartment, right. and then that gets involved. And then, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Elaine's dating someone, or Elaine's boss is, like, doing something that's really weird, so then right. she has to deal with that. So right. it feels like there's, there's other... There's actually a lot of separate, right? There's a lot of separate storylines going mm-hmm. on, and it it feels like there's it, it feels like a a a, I don't know, a, a fully realized world, world I guess, right. as yeah, opposed yeah. to just okay, we have six actors on stage talking about an issue mm-hmm. for seven minutes, commercial break, which is like the end of Act One of a play. Then right. they come back in Act Two. Yeah. Now they're in the kitchen talking about the same, same thing they were just talking about before. So, yeah, exactly. So yeah, that that definitely is an issue and yeah I can't think of any other um I can't think of any other show that is so focused on the main characters that way I mean maybe maybe friends in a way you could say friends like very little I mean but see again they go out to at least you know the coffee shop and you know it takes it out of their home environment but they had the coffee shop they had the girls apartment they had the guys apartment and every now and then they went to Ross's apartment, but that was kind of it. And they they actually really didn't interact with too many people either outside of their own clique. But then again, you have a much well, I wouldn't say much bigger cast than what you have here. But um, you know, they just didn't really have that kind of interaction either with people. Every every now and then, it feels like. But again, I I didn't watch tons and tons of Friends, so I could be wrong in that. But I feel like the episodes I've watched which is definitely a couple handfuls of them. I just feel like they they were very focused on their own. You've like, definitely watched more Friends than me. Cause like I, yeah, yeah, I, I know never, you haven't really. Like, I'm not feeling <laughs> the Friends. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I understand. But anyway, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> we don't have to talk about how they lived in a world in which there were no people of color. Although well, they lived in New York. there are a lot of shows like that. So, we, I mean, you can bring it up if you would like to. But a lot of shows that take place in New York where there's not one person of color. Well, enter girls. Yeah, and that's, another, <laughs> and that's another show I don't watch for that very reason. How are they going to live in Brooklyn and not deal with any black people? The only black people they know is Donald Glover. You know what I'm saying? Come on, dude. Get that fire. I didn't know he was on that show. Yeah, I think he was on there for a few episodes a mm. couple of seasons back. So it's like, yeah, it makes you think of all the black people. Donald Glover is the one they, they roll with. <laughs> Out of all the people. All the black all people. All the black people. But anyway, not going off on a tangent. But um, yeah, so definitely, yeah, the show is not as... Um, it's not as fully realized as it could be. Right. With them just kind of interacting with each other for most of the shows. Well, and you brought up uh, Seinfeld. And one thing that's, you know, kind of, I could see the comparison uh, with Seinfeld. A lot of people with Seinfeld said that they didn't, you know, people complained about, you know, Jerry being the weakest link in the cast as far as acting. Like he wasn't mm. a good actor. And I think that's definitely the case with um, the Carmichael show, with Gerard. You know, Gerard being like the worst actor of the bunch. I mean, it's his show he created, and it's mm-hmm. based on his, co- you know, his comedy and his life. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's definitely the worst actor. But then also, I think he's a much worse actor than Jerry Seinfeld ever was, though. Like he's mm-hmm. really, really bad. I have nothing against the guy personally. I'm, and I'm not trying to like just bash on him. I mean, you know, I think he's doing a good job with the show, mm-hmm. with you know some minor quibbles, but. 
I don't think he's just a terrible actor. Like, he he seems so out of place. And I know there's only 12 episodes in uh, on the life of this show, but mm-hmm. when you have, you know, David Allen Greer and, like, Loretta Devine on there, I mean, they're just, like, beasts. You know, mm-hmm. they're just beasts of acting and then comedy. And then he gets out there, and it's like, I mean, it's, it's so apparent how bad an actor he is. I mean, what do you think of his acting? Well, I don't think of it as... I just, I guess I see him like Jerry. I, I guess I just see him just there for the jokes. So I don't really like feel like his acting is horrible. I mean, there's, again, there's, this is not like, I take the show for what it is. And so they're not in a situation where they're like trying to stretch any sort of acting chops whatsoever. And so like, I feel like because of the way they set the show up and it's very like, you know, let's sit down and have a conversation. That's what I feel like he's doing. So to me, he comes across as just any person like just having a conversation and cracking some jokes. So I don't really even, which, you know, I can understand how that looks like it's bad acting, but because like, I guess it's just kind of comforting in a sense that you have these people who are just sitting around talking about an issue. It doesn't make me feel like I'm watching like, actors in a sense like it's just these people are sitting around they have a conversation and then I mean you do have like all these comedians who I mean I assume like Tiffany Haddish and what's that guy's name Lil Ray <laughs> Lil, like Lil, Lil Ray Lil, Lil How Ray Lil okay whatever like <laughs> they're both comedians as well they're right, just yeah, comedians yeah, so like but even then like that's the thing I think they're better actors than him <laughs> I mean I, I think Tiffany Haddish definitely has more acting experience okay. than the other two than Lil mm-hmm. How Ray and Gerard mm-hmm. um, but I still think both of them are better actors than him like for some reason it's just his he just comes off very just stilted and it's just his deliverance. Awkward, his deliverance. I mean, you know, like how he, <laughs> his like... delivery. Delivery. Yeah. Of, like... He just seems like, yeah, I mean, maybe it's just yeah, his his personality or how he wants to come across. But he just comes up yeah. very stilted and awkward. And it, 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 honestly, it throws me off at times. That's interesting. When, yeah, when he's acting. Way. And, well, I mean, definitely, I think part of it is with the dialogue. I mean, he writes every script either alone or with, you know, other writers and... Uh, who are credited on the on the episodes, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of the dialogue, the timing is off. Where, <laughs> you know, they'll talk, and maybe it's the, it's the timing of the the, the dialogue as, as it's written, or mm-hmm. maybe the timing of the actors and delivering the lines. But mm-hmm. there are times where there'll be like a, a weird, awkward pause when someone mm-hmm. gives a line. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it, it's kind of, you know like jittery like there's there's no there's no flow to the dialogue much mm. of the time in, in my opinion so it's kind of like they'll say a couple of lines and then there's like a weird pause and then someone else will say something like mm-hmm. there's there's no smooth flow that feels like a to me a natural conversation and i don't know mm. if it's like if it's just the writing or it's the acting and everyone's like still trying to get acclimated to each other and build right. that chemistry or is combination of both i don't know what it is that's funny because like i mean really once i really really think about it um this is this will be surprising but i actually don't like um loretta divine actually her character too much i feel like she's trying really hard and again like her dialogue the writing for her i think could be way better Mm -hmm. 
But I feel like she, I don't know, maybe she's trying so hard to make this writing better. But it's coming across like a lot, like to me, a lot of her jokes fall flat. Like, I mean, to me, I'm never like just, she says some things that are funny for sure. But like a lot of it, I'm just kind of like, I kind of cringe a lot of times when she says something and I'm just kind of like, that's not funny. Why are you trying so hard to be so like. I don't know, like old school black mama, like right. I don't know, and I love her, like I love love, love her. her, I do, I really do, but I just I'm I'm not actually feeling her on this show. I actually much prefer to hear Gerard than right. her, like just I don't know, I just don't really care. And Maxine to me is very awkward. Her character is very awkward to me too. Like, well, um, let me chime in. I'm gonna go back to Loretta Devine, mm-hmm. and I I hear what you're saying about that. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely felt that way the first season, like the first yeah. six episodes. Yeah. Um, I felt like her and, and David and Greer with them, obviously, easily having the most experience right, of, of the cast. I mean, between the two of them, they have about. 80 years of acting experience in Hollywood, you mm-hmm. know, stage, movies, and television. So I feel like they were trying to do what they can to, like, you know, liven up. Yeah. Like, they're like the veterans, you know what I'm right. saying? And sometimes it did come across as, like, trying too hard because, mm-hmm. like, they're working with, you know, someone who's a relatively inexperienced television writer right. and Gerard, mm-hmm. and they're trying to, like, make the most of, you know, what he's written. So I, I feel, right. I do feel as though, like, Especially with Loretta Devine, like how mm-hmm. she's really trying hard and being, you know, overly expressive mm-hmm. and emotive when right. she's, you know, delivering her lines. Mm-hmm. So I definitely see that. And I, I think it's gotten better in the second season, but I do see what you're saying about mm-hmm. that. And yeah, with respect to like Maxine and Amber Stevens West's character, mm-hmm. you know, the problem I have with that particular character is, and we could, you know, take it back to when we were talking about the issues. Mm-hmm. Is how every episode is written with her, you know, being the quote unquote voice of reason right. and taking the moral high ground on whatever issue. So mm-hmm. if it's an issue about, you know, the Bill Cosby episode, she's the one that says Bill Cosby's terrible. Right. It's the issue about Black Lives Matter. It's like we have to go down there and protest because this is right. what people do. And if it's about guns, like no, we can't have guns. Like every right. single time. And it's kind of, it gets repetitive and old where every single time she's kind of like the voice of reason slash dissenting opinion to like the majority of the cl- uh, the cast right. on these issues. Sometimes someone would join her, but lots of times it's about her being like, mm-hmm. you know, so much more quote unquote woke or Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah, she's or, like the millennial voice. Right. Like she's <laughs> the one who knows everything and like, you know, she you know, she's the one who's who's more in tune with like what's morally right and mm-hmm. socially conscious and I just don't like how it's like that every episode with her. Right. You know, I wish there was a little bit more variety. I mean, she's kind of like Lisa Simpson on The Simpsons. How they always talk mm-hmm. about Lisa being like Miss Know It All, and mm-hmm. you know, she's the one who always you know says, "No, Dad, you can't do that." But on the other hand, they like to balance it out with like Lisa still having her flaws and, right. and her actually being wrong sometimes about mm-hmm. issues. And I don't think they do that enough they with Maxine's with character. Her. Yeah, no, she's kind of like always. She's she comes across as the one that's always. Right. And yeah, I think that that just gets old really quick. Yeah. I mean, she, and I just like how, 
you know, like she, yeah, she always has to have the moral high ground. Like she's the one person who like knows what she's talking about, and everyone else is just like mm-hmm. a old school backwards, or mm-hmm. you know, or, or misogynist, or have misogynistic views, or have racist views, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And she's like the only one who's always right. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that that takes away from the from the show as well for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with no, her. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, what do you think of, like, you know, we talked about those folks. What do you think about the other people on the show? Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish and oh, Lil yeah. Howry. What do you think of their acting, their their characters? Um, I mean, their acting is fine. Like, to me, I just, again, see them more so as just comedians, kind of how I see Gerard. So I'm just kind of like, well, I'm not putting a lot of, like, um, weight on their acting abilities. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm taking them for what they are so and to me they're not they're not you know horrible in in terms of what i'm giving them credit for you know like what i'm giving them yeah credit for i guess is the way i want to say it but i don't i don't i don't know they're they're two characters that i don't know they're just i feel like they don't really know what to do with them you know so i don't know what's well, I think they don't know what to do with them because then they don't have them doing anything. I mean, yeah. it goes back to them not having a storyline right. where the storyline is always the same, is is the one common storyline or plot that everyone sits around and talks so, about Yeah, so something. they just come over and just talk with everybody and that's kind of it. I mean, the last episode we watched before was like them getting, an apar- yeah, yeah. getting an apartment, you know. And so, like, their characters are... Are they divorced or separated? Like what? But right. they're kind of getting back together. Like that, that wasn't yeah. clear. Like I feel like they they did a course correction on the show. Like the you know when the show first started, I think they established oh they were divorced, but right. they hadn't told um, the family the, the family yet yeah. that they were divorced. They're trying to keep it away from the parents, and then like I guess they finally told the parents they were divorced or separated, and then you know so they started. Living separately, but then they move. Now they move back in. Move yeah. back in together, but it's like, well, all that is is always minor and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, incidental to the main plot of sitting around talking about something. That just made me think of, they did do a little, B story with Bobby right. getting a job. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like the first time I actually brought up something else in in relation to the main. Right. Story. I mean, that's, that's yeah, yeah. that's the first time they actually did like a real legitimate like B storyline. Mm-hmm. But the vast majority of that episode was them sitting in the house <laughs> debating the merits of of gentrification, <laughs> right? Or, you know, the uh, the the cons of gentrification, right? And I don't know. It's like I mean, maybe they'll, they'll go down that road in the future where they'll they'll start to have you know maybe B storylines and maybe we'll, mm-hmm. they'll get into you know Bobby. With his new job, as being super of the apartment and right, so know. somebody has a job now. <laughs> right, yeah, I guess yeah, somebody right. has a job now. So, you know, hopefully they yeah explore that um, somewhat. I guess. I mean, is, what does that say about is that say, is that uh, um, is that a commentary on our ability to, to pay attention at, to this show, or is it an indictment of their failure to properly tell us what's going on? The mm. fact that we didn't know whether or not anyone had a job. Because I, because until like this week, I was slightly under the impression that Gerard was like a stand-up comedian, but then I wasn't sure because they said something in the last episode about gentrification. I think Bobby said something about his job and something about going to a nine to five. So I guess well, I guess he's not a comedian because right. he's got like a nine to five. I mean, unless he just does comedy 
on the side, but they never really identified they never, that. They never so even said he, he does comedy, but I yeah. mean, I, I just assumed because they didn't explain what his job, they didn't explain what he does for a living, as far as I know, they haven't explained mm-hmm. what Maxine does for no. a living, and are their parents retired or what? Because like, David Anna Greer and Laura Devine aren't really that old to be, you know, yeah. really retired, so right. it's like... but I'm assuming that they are. I feel like they are. Supposed to be, but they yeah they haven't like said anything, anything. at all. And yeah, it, it's a, and to me it's just yeah, and that, that's the thing. I just think it, to be a more fully realized show and, and for me to feel more invested in it, I have to feel like these are actually characters rather mm-hmm. than mouthpieces for whatever topic du jour that Gerard Carmichael wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this question, or were you finished with what you're about to say? I am finished with. Oh, this. I was gonna ask you. And this is what I've I've started asking myself with TV shows because there are so many TV shows out there to watch. Yes. You kind of have to ask yourself, um, number one, why are you watching the show? But number two, which actually should be number one, do you, (laughs) this is the first one, do you like anybody on this show? Do you like any of the characters enough to be like, yes. I watch the show because I like these characters or this character at least. Hmm, that's a good question. I mean, can you, I don't know about you. Well, think about it for a second, but like, <laughs> I don't know about you, but like, I think I can watch a show if there's at least one per, I, I feel like, yeah, I need at least one person that I really like. And that's what makes me watch a show. But if there's anybody on the show, I like, I mean, I just, I just can't do it. And I don't know if people think about yeah. liking characters in the sense of like, you know, is there something with that character that resonates you with, with you? Can you root for that character? Can, do you, can you just not stand that character? <laughs> but, but is there something that like about any of the characters on the show that pulls you in? Like, yes, yeah. I like this peop- this person or these people, so I'm going to keep watching. Uh, I understand the question. And I, I do think mm-hmm. it, it is important to have like you know at least one character on a show that you like mm-hmm. you know a, a slight sidebar like at one point when I was walk, watching The Walking Dead like in season two mm-hmm. and like the beginning of like season three I didn't like any character on that show <laughs> I mean except for maybe Glenn but it wasn't enough for me like I it's yeah. not just I just didn't like them like I had an act of hatred for them <laughs> and I was just thinking as I continue to watch the show it's like I think you told me that too. Yeah, how yeah. can you? I said, how can I watch a show and when I hate every single like main character on this show? Mm-hmm. And that's not a good recipe. I mean, I, I stuck it through because like you know, Walking Dead. There's some there were some episodes that are really good. Like they do some things well, and it just keeps you going. Right. So that's why I kept watching that. Mm-hmm. And as it relates to the Carmichael show, like. I want to know about characters. I, I, I love, like, David Allen Greer as an actor. Like, yeah. you know, I always like him and stuff. He's always been good to me. He's funny. He's very mm-hmm. talented. So because of him and, you know, his delivery and, you know, the way he handles some lines mm-hmm. and jokes, I like him. You know, right, I, yeah. I like his character. I like him. And, you know, he's really good to me. Everyone else, I am kind of like, eh, you know, on the actual <laughs> character front. Like, the yeah. other characters don't really do much for me because there, there's nothing there yet. Like there's, yeah. I said, there's nothing about their personalities or anything that like draws me in. I mean, we know Maxine is like the, you know, socially conscious know-it-all. Mm-hmm. But I mean, besides that, like what is about her that's really funny or interesting? You know, mm-hmm. we know Bobby is supposed to be kind of like the F up son, I guess, right. who's, you know, hasn't really done much with his life. Right. We know Nakisha is supposed to be, I guess, you know, just, 
for lack of a better term I can think of at this moment, ghetto, you know. Mm-hmm. And Loretta Devine's character is just like, you know, the high, the yelling and, you know, mother who just really sassy. old-fashioned. Sassy. Yeah. yeah, sassy mother. And none of those characters, like, really interest me per se. Right. Um, but overall, I mean, the show still holds my interest. I mean, not... I'm not that into the show. Like, if mm-hmm. I were to stop watching it right now, it, I would. <laughs> it, it wouldn't affect me any. Yeah, I'm not that into it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's just enough to keep me going each week, especially because mm-hmm. it's a black show. And then, like, you know, yeah. I want to support it. And, mm-hmm. and like I said, I, I love David Allen Greer, and like, you know, he he makes everything better. I mean, yeah. if, if David Allen Greer weren't the father on this show, I probably wouldn't be watching it right now. Mm, yeah, I think um, I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I was just wondering how you felt about that. But, yeah, I I think definitely this is one of those shows where I can say collectively they make me feel like, okay, I'll come back. Like, but individually, like, I don't really, like, Dave Allen Greer for sure is the one that I like also. And everybody else, I'm kind of like, you know, like, yeah, (laughs) I'm just kind of like, whatever. But, uh, yeah, this is one of those shows that, like, collectively, yeah, it, it just, they just work. Yeah, so I'm, I'm okay to, like, come back and watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's how I am. I mean, it's, I, I, I don't know how, I don't know how many episodes are left in season two. I don't know how many they produce, but mm-hmm. I definitely would like to see some improvement in the mm-hmm. show. I would, I, you know, for me to really enjoy it. I mean, I would really like for them to start establishing you know B storylines start mm-hmm. getting into like the more of the backstory and showing more personality mm-hmm. um and development of the other characters mm-hmm. um, yeah. that's something i would like to see and you know if i if i did see that you know maybe i will continue watching it past the second season i mean right now mm-hmm. i think i'm committed to watch the rest of, of this second season yeah mm-hmm. um you know it might be like another four episodes six episodes whatever it is i think i'm committed to do that mm-hmm. but for me to really go to the third season I definitely think it should, it should improve in, in, the, in that aspect. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree for sure. So, Any other? Um, no, I mean I can't really, you know, think of anything. I mean, you know, I mean, what did you? you know, I guess it's kind of related. I mean, what did you? What do you really like about the show? I mean, we kind of mm-hmm. talked about what we liked within that, but is there yeah. anything we didn't talk about that you really liked that you, you know, want to bring up? Um, well, yeah, we kind of touched upon the style of the show that it's kind of, you know, like a throwback kind of old school 70s type, mm-hmm. you know, sitcom. So I do like that. I do like that, um, you know, bringing that kind of back. It's kind of, you know, uh, you know, I think of, you know, Cosby show, I have to say, like kind of brings back those old, like, you know, more so for me, 80s shows that, you know, used to be centered around family. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, the family ties and the silver spoons and, you know, all those shows. There's so many of those shows that, you know, this just makes me think of that. Like, I feel like it's mm-hmm. I'm back in the 80s or something, like, watching shows. So I do like the style of the show. Um, I just, you know, wish that they would include more characters um, on the show and get some more stories to talk about outside of the main issue and that's fine to bring up issues and you know that's cool like i think they are doing um something really good in terms of bringing up these um issues because they are um they're like the only show that's 
talking about like really current you know material that's going yeah on. i mean it's really yeah it's current really really to- topical yeah in some ways i feel like it's it's too topical because yeah, i feel I like it's it's it does it, it talks about really you know of the moment of the news type yeah like situation. happening today right as opposed stuff. to yeah. just generally you know talking about like uh, racism or right it's more of like you know a specific mm-hmm. instance uh, yeah. uh, of something they're talking about and to me uh, to me that that kind of hurts it in a way because then you know the show can become dated i think so well, yeah that's true yeah you know if you talk that. about that you know mm-hmm. if you narrow the focus to that particular issue as opposed mm-hmm. to speaking a little bit more broad broad broadly, broadly mm-hmm. about issues like you know black is more broad when they talk about issues you know mm-hmm. they say like you know uh you know jack saying like the n-word i mean that's right. like a broad universal that's thing been talked about forever right so it's like it's not <laughs> yeah. like they they narrowed it to like a specific situation that happened in, in real so i think mm-hmm. that's a little bit more universal and i think mm-hmm. it it you know it makes for a show that you know will you know stand the test of time mm-hmm. more than carmichael but we'll see i mean yeah. it's an early you know we're 12 episodes in i mean they yeah. got a lot i'm surprised they got a go. second season honestly it it got a second season because of the ratings are decent enough. I mean, it premiered in August, uh-huh. uh, you know, last summer, in a pretty much a dead period for for shows. And okay. considering it was kind of like a self starter, I mean, it wasn't you know it it was during rerun season in summer, so it didn't right. have a it didn't have a lead in of a show <laughs> with like original episodes. And the ratings were good enough that you know NBC decided to bring it back. And I think mm-hmm. also was the fact that it. You know the way it addresses those various issues was mm-hmm. another incentive for NBC to bring it back. It's like you know they were thinking there's no other show that does this right. on our network at the very least that talks about these types of issues. Mm-hmm. So they say you know what we might have something special here. Let's bring it back and the ratings have actually held mm-hmm. uh, pretty pretty well. Um, some episodes have actually this season are have been rated higher than last season. So oh, okay. it's 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 doing it's doing relatively well for for NBC yeah. ratings wise. So That's it's good. yeah, I mean it, it's good. I mean they didn't bring back the uh, Craig Robinson show, which premiered at the same time mm-hmm. in August, because kind of, mm-hmm. that show was like a pretty much a disaster from the way it was produced to the ratings. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least we got one black show that survived yeah. and uh, made it to a, a second season on mm-hmm. NBC. That's true. Yeah. And I guess for them, it, it's kind of like, well, this is a, their blackish, you know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's their. Because, you know, I mean, I mean, I feel like all the, you know, they all want to compete and have kind of the same stuff going on, you know. Like, you know, you see somebody, you see one network with a really hot medical show. So, oh, we're going to create our hot medical show. Right. You know? So I feel like this is. Their chance to have a blackish. Yeah, this, this is their black show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So well, I guess that's it. Uh, I guess that is it. That was a nice, quick, little, short uh, podcast. Yeah. And, uh, if you haven't checked out the Carmichael show, check it out. It's yeah. on Hulu. <laughs> yeah, it's on Hulu. It's also on NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, as of now, it comes on NBC Sunday nights at nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, be sure to check it out and, and see for yourself. Yeah, you know, see like how you like it. I mean, overall, I think it's, it's, it's just, it's an interesting show. All I can say is it's, it's interesting and there are definitely some laughs. Um, as we said, David Allen Greer is hilarious. 
Yeah. And I think collectively they're they're funny as a group. I mean, it has some misses, but there are definitely some hits too. So I mean, it's 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 worth it. Check out the first season, see if you like it. You know. Yeah. Keep definitely watching. W- there's you... worse sitcoms on television. Right. Me, so. Right. Exactly. So this is yeah. This is gonna be better than a lot of stuff that's out there. That's out, that's out there. So check it out when you get a chance. All right. So All right. We uh, say goodbye to you guys until next time, and um, don't forget. Um, I'm I almost forgot. Leave us reviews. Yes, review us on uh, on <laughs> iTunes. You can find us on iTunes. Leave yes. a review. Let let us know what you think. If you have any questions, any comments, any concerns, if please you would let like us know. for us to cover any topic. We are doing pretty much entertainment stuff now. So if there are any shows you want us to talk about, we watch a lot of TV. <laughs> we watch a ton. Of we watch TV. a ton of TV. Um, at some point, I guess once the OJ story. Is over. We'll talk about that. Well, OJ's over tomorrow. Oh, it's over tomorrow. That's right. Oh my gosh. So our next podcast will be. It's going to be called "I'm Not Black, I'm, I'm OJ. OJ." So we're going to talk about the OJ Simpson <laughs> People versus OJ Simpson miniseries. Yes, and it's going to be lit, boy. That was. Oh, we ooh. got so much to talk about with that. Yeah. Oh so my god. Yeah, we were going to try to do a halfway through the season uh, podcast, but that didn't happen. So now we've. Now we have saved up all this stuff for so you watch the, yeah, end. the end. But then, if you hadn't watched it, this will give you an opportunity to see for yourself. Yes, you can go back and watch the show, the mini series, and and you know see what happens. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I have no idea what's going to happen at the end of this thing. Well, <laughs> we have no idea what's going to happen. We have no idea what's going to happen. I can't wait to hear what happens. I wonder what happens. I wonder if OJ is going to get off. I know. We don't know. Who knows? <laughs> so be sure to hashtag sarcasm. <laughs> So that'll be our next episode. So be be on the lookout for that. All right, guys. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye.